Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Joe Gilio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494 as we discuss the Bryce Harper contract situation, which I thought was done as a discussion here in 2019 because he signed for 13 years and no opt-outs. That ain't how it's working today. No, it's not. It's back. The, the contract conversation is back. Bryce Harper wants an extension on his deal. He has said, I mean, literally said he wants to die in a Phillies uniform, which is the kind of commitment I think we can all I like appreciate. That. You love it. You sure. Love it. And if he wants to, you know, be buried in a, in a Phillies jersey or T-shirt or whatever. You make that happen for him. Yeah. And, ain't and, trying to resign him, though. Well, extend him, though. I'm not trying to extend him, no. I, I appreciate Bryce Harper for the player. For the, He's been an excellent player for the Phillies. He has been a better player here than he was with the Nationals, which is saying a lot because he was a hell of a National for the years he was there. And he has been at his best in the postseason. So it's awesome. And I'm excited for the next eight years. But I'm not extending this contract. The idea of signing up. For his age, 39, 40, 41, 42, whatever, 43 season, however they want to go. I'm not interested in it. I want to wait until we're way close to the end of this thing. How about you? 215-592-9494. Should the Phillies extend Bryce Harper's contract? It is our Twitter question sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Kyle, I haven't looked at the poll today, so I don't know where this is going. If I had to guess... Bryce Harper is the most popular athlete in the city. He has been great in the postseason. He is connected with the city. I'm going to guess more than half of the people do want to extend Bryce Harper's deal, but I don't think it's going to be like 90%. No, it is 54% say yes. Okay, so that's what Bryce I was guessing. Harper. Yeah, right around. More than half, but that's a lot. 46, they're like, nah. Right, where do you think the onions poll came in, by the way? Do you like onions? Yeah. Um, I believe in our audience, and I believe we have a pro-Onion audience. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's like 65 yes. 76% yes. Oh, so onions, onions are making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know they left. I People have been anti-Onion. I've noticed it. There's an anti-Onion feel out there, and I don't know why. Because well, like like for the breath, bad breath or whatever, that's why they got like toothbrushes and stuff like that. Maybe. Like yeah, that. I just I, often I hear people like, specifically cheesesteaks, right? People say what they how they like their cheesesteak. And you often hear people say, without the onions. That's why Whit Merrifield was, was asked about his, his whole cheesesteak thing. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. I always thought they came with, I mean, you know. But you could things. customize anything. I mean, you can, but it was just like, when I, like I said, when I say cheesesteak, it's just automatically, I, I assume it's covered with onion. Are we in or are we out on Wiz Wit for the Merrifield nickname? Too much? Are we trying too hard here? Is I it good? I think that's trying too hard. That's a little bit. That's a little bit merch. A little bit too. Do I mean, especially much. if he doesn't like onions. I mean, he physically can't be whiz wit. He'd have to be whiz without. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's most. not his name. No, and he talks about how he likes his name said correctly or what is it spelled correctly. Well, he he's one like, of those guys. Yeah, he doesn't like it with people misspelling. Yeah, well, 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 hold on. First of all, he has to earn that. 
mean like big play Slay instead of Darius. Well, yeah. Well, he also has to earn us remembering his name. I mean, we can right. see people calling him Whittlefield. And, yeah, I mean, he's got to got to earn that, pal. you got to play well. This and is then Philadelphia. We, we don't will... just give out proper name pronunciations to everybody. Constellinos. Alshon Jeffrey helped the Eagles win a Super Bowl, and he was still Alshon Jeffrey's. So Aguilar. I mean, that, and, yeah, I mean, that, that I mean look, even Jeffrey Lurie doesn't get the, like, he's Laurie, <laughs> Lurie's, like... <laughs> Yeah, Merrifield's got a, yeah, got a long way to go, there. pal. He does. I do like the signing, though. 215-592-9494. All right, let's get to the phones here, and then we'll get to some, I would call it interesting audio coming out of uh, FS1 about the Eagles and a theory on what happened. He's been asking for three months, what happened inside that locker room? We uh, we may have a theory, or at least the idea of a theory. Carl's in Maple Shade. Hey, Carl. Carl. Yo, guys. Hey, Carl. What's hey. up? Oh, man. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Carl. Hey, what's now? on your mind? I thought Harper had more character than this. I mean, he's not the next man in line for a contract. There's other players. I mean, Wheeler's next in line. It's the timing of this that flipped my stomach in half. The timing, well, yeah, eight you. years to go, Carl. Eight years. That's what drives me nuts about this. It's If it was three years, two years, if we were you know, towards the end of this thing, I could consider, all right, what's the future here? Eight years to go. I'm not even thinking about the future of his contract. Not now. Well, why I say the character is in question with Harper is, is he couldn't have told his agent, there ain't no way I'm cutting the line. I'm not the next man in line. He's you not. No, no that would be Zach, Zach Wheeler's the next man in line for yeah, sure. I don't think he's cutting the line though because he says something to that effect that you he know did. he knows Wheeler has to get his deal done, but he he would like to have one done. Yeah. Yeah, and you think this is the right time for that? He didn't say they they entertained this conversation. He didn't put a timeline on it. But the fact that they're talking about it lets me believe that they're getting it done. Like that's the thing. There's no timeline on this. He just said he wants a deal done. He said that last year, though. So what you're telling me is the ultimate goal ain't the ring. Ain't the ring. It's the money. It's the money. I don't. I don't think he said that. But the money does help. But that's what follow follow the money trail. Well, the money always is a big part of it. I, here's what I think matters to Bryce here. He wants to play till he's really old. I, and I, Carl, we appreciate it, man. It's a good phone call. I, Bryce has always struck me as someone as he, who wants to set records. Mm-hmm. His legacy, be that dude. His legacy matters. So, yeah, be that dude. And I think he sees he's at 300 home runs now. I don't know how many he's going to hit the next decade, but if he stays healthy, it's very easy to envision 500 home runs. That, that's, that, that should come, I think, over the next eight or ten years with you know, he'll get there mm-hmm. if he stays healthy. And then you wonder, can he get to 600? I'm sure he thinks about these things. His legacies matter to him since he started playing baseball. He's talked openly about it, and that's great. And for the next eight years, I can't wait to watch him add to his legacy. Hopefully it includes a parade or two and a lot of home runs and winning, and he'll go down as one of the greatest Phillies, if not the greatest Philly, or right b- behind Mike Schmidt ever. That's how good he is. Schmidt, Carlton, and I think you could put him right there mm-hmm. after those guys. But we don't have to do this now. That's the part that strikes me is why the urgency on his part. Why do you think he wants it now, Hugh? Because he's seeing Otani and other guys getting all Maybe way he more wants money. To be, you know, he baseball phenom growing up and everything. Maybe he just wants. He feels like he's outplayed his contract. I think that's that's the biggest thing. He's played outplayed it, and he's no hot. He's he's hot as he's possibly gonna be before he starts to to trend downwards. So yeah, you try to strike when iron's hot. That's how I look at it.
Yeah, and he is, and and this is a great moment for him, especially at the end of the playoffs last year yeah. when he probably really pushed the envelope because he was coming off another major October. And then the way that he played, like for me, it's the way that he came back from Tommy John number one and the way that he played at first base in the short sampling size that we saw him, he looked pretty darn good. And now you're thinking about, you know, coming back from the power outage and everything and how integral he was when this team went, did go on a run. So, yeah, all of that. So the other thing I wonder, and, and if I'm the Phillies, I'm wondering this, is how durable is Bryce Harper going to be? Because if, if you think he's going to be really durable, it's probably like, all right, he moved off to the outfield. He's at first base now. He's going to play a lot, hit a lot. You know, he's going to be a great player for a long time. He hasn't been a picture of health here. He hasn't played 150 games as a Philly since his first year. Now, the second year, again, it was the pandemic. I'm not going to knock it for that. But it's mm-hmm. three straight years he hasn't got to 150 games. I mean, I, if I'm the Phillies, i got to think about that. Like, Bryce, are you going to be healthy the next 10 years or eight years? I'd like to see it play out for a few more years, and then I'll start thinking about what he is. He hasn't been super healthy for a no, while. No, but I, I don't think they're thinking about that. Now, now to, to be honest, you know, most people would. But I think when you talk about an athlete, athlete of his caliber, that's not a conversation that, that's readily being had. I think it should be. It all factors it to me. I, I get it. He's loved here, and he's been a great player, but I, I think about that stuff, too. Is he even going to be durable enough to with you know withhold and withstand his career into his 40s? I don't know. I, right now, I would say maybe, but I had eight years of more evidence to put on it. Martin is in Valley Forge. Hey, Martin. Hey, guys. How are you today? Happy anniversary to you. Oh, thank you, Martin. We thank appreciate you, it. What's up, Tim? What are you feeling? I mean, I'm feeling a lot. So uh, I got a couple questions or like that. First of all, Joe, I get eight years away where your trepidation comes from. Does a new contract extension conversation open up to how he's being paid and how the money gets dispersed? And does it open up money to help get Wheeler re-signed and make sure there's money reserves, even though we're always with the way we're doing things here, like open up extra money to continue to be over the luxury tax and have the players to get those parades going? That's a question that I don't know, but but I know that other GMs can restructure things. Why why isn't this an avenue to change cash flow? Is a question. So that it I'm could be. About. Yeah. So Martin, I, I know in baseball the way they do the luxury tax numbers, they just they just divide it, right? So it, even if you even if you front load or back load a contract, that doesn't really matter. They just take okay. the average annual, right? So if it's you know five years, twenty million per year, like Castellanos. Even if they right. paid him a lot in the first year and little in the last year, it just counts 20 a year. They just take the average of it. So, I, I don't know. I mean, if they gave him an extension, I, I can't imagine he's taking less money on the extension to make right. the deal less, unless they do something like the Dodgers did with Otani and they defer right. the rest of this. And that's what I'm saying. Like, Bryce Harper, uh, to a lot of the points that have been made, is an, an amazing marketer for his brand. I mean, my kid's all have Bryce Harper cleats, the girl and both boys, and they have pretty much all their little league careers. And he makes accessible products that also people can go buy because he's a hero. Yep. So I'm sure his side deals are great. So can you have that kind of – like he seems to be approachable in a way where you can be like, hey, help us be a dynasty while you stay here and get buried in that uniform, which we would love you to continue to arise. And as far as the 150 games a year thing goes – do we really want him to play that many games, or do we want the depth that allows him to take his rest and extends his career? And doesn't money help him stay healthier for the season and the postseason? Because then he can have all the chefs he needs, have all the extra trainers he needs. Not to say he probably doesn't have enough money for all those things now, but all you're doing is adding to his 
longevity because of the lifestyle he leads. He's not one of these guys. He's not a James Harden who we know he was at the Gentleman's Club before tip-off. Right, right. He's he's caring for himself and trying to set that legacy. So, it, I mean, maybe if it's a different perspective, sitting down at that table maybe unlocks other doors. I think, I think the def- the, the deferral point, Ken, Martin, is the best one because that you brought a lot of interesting stuff there. The, the deferral that might get, be the way they get this done, where it doesn't really count. Like they'll pay him when he's sixty-five years old, like the Dodgers will do it. Otani, that's interesting. Yeah, make him happy, and then let's lock it up. And as we've talked about, he's the magnet that is pulling the talent and basically Philadelphia back to baseball. When we were through a, I mean, you gave the lineup out earlier. It was tough. Oh, it was brutal. Hat for a while. It was. It was when I would be on after games for doing final out with those teams. They, it was brutal. Martin, we appreciate the phone call. They, those teams, you know, seven eight years ago, they were brutal. And then Bryce came, and this thing started to turn around. All right, let's get to this audio. So this is Craig Carton, FS1, this morning. Um, not exactly reporting, some more alluding to something he's heard about the Eagles. You know, Hugh, I feel like you've asked so many times the rhetorical question. What happened? What happened? What, yeah. we got to figure out what happened. Well, Craig Carton says he's heard something that happened. Here it was this morning. I, I know now exactly what happened and what the divide was that broke that team apart. All right? And it has nothing to do with on-the-field play. Ooh. All right? And I can't get into it. What? I, I somebody can't, sleep with somebody's wife? I what? can't get into it. What happened, Craig? I can't get into was it. Was it baby mama But I, I can tell you that there was – legitimate drama amongst some of the guys because of some off-the-field stuff, and I will leave it at that. Was money involved? And I will Were not, women involved? I will not be surprised if there is a high-profile player not on the Eagle roster. AJ Brown! AJ Brown! Well, come on out, Craig! I'm going to leave it at that. Come on out, Craig! How are you going to leave that on the table? Because that's, I, I found out definitively and factually what broke that team apart? This and, year? Yes. A team that was 10-1? and one. Yes. No issues? No issues. And all of a sudden, a off really big issue. Did the issue start, the <laughs> the issue start <laughs> when the Niners came to town wearing their all black? Got nothing to do with football. Nothing to do with football? No. Does it have something to do with romantic relationships? I'm not getting Big Dom. Is Big Dom involved? Big Dom involved? Is Big Dom involved? No. Big Dom knows about it. So my favorite part before we get into what was said there is the hype man in the background just like cheering him on there as he, he yeah, delivers the whole monologue. I, yeah. What do you think, Hugh? Well, I'm a little irritated because Craig Carden does the show. And, I mean, it, if you know, just say it. I mean, you know, you, you're talking all that trash. I mean, put your, put your say it. I mean, somebody told you. I'm pretty sure it's one of those things that we've all heard. We just don't know if it's true. So that's why most of us haven't said it. Just say it. If you feel that strongly about it, I mean, hell, it's not like you're the only one in Philadelphia that has probably heard the same thing. Just say it. So I'll say this about him saying it or not saying it. I, and I've never been in the position where I had that kind of information. But if it was something that was off the field, I might feel uncomfortable saying it until it comes out. Like, are, are, well, you, are if, you going over that, the line of, of a sports conversation? Well, like— If for, it's personal. For me, I've heard a number of different things. And all the things that I've heard, though, to be honest with you, to that point, I, I'm, I'm not a journalist. I, I'm an ex-football player, and that's the reason why. I have not opened my mouth, but you're not, you don't, what, what ties do you have in that locker room? I mean, that's kind of like, you know, what you do. I mean, that's kind of what made you famous. That's not my, that's not my area. I mean, but I've heard different things. We've all heard different things. And and to that point, we, we, we kind of just let it, let it play out and see what it is. 
I mean, but if he's that, he feels that strongly about it, he should just say it. Well, he said factual, which, you know. We'll, we'll, yeah, I mean, because he's saying it like, you know what I mean? He knows. Like, he, has, like, the, he has the, the scoop. So there's more here. Craig Carton, a second part to this. All right, here's more on Carton. And you heard there in the background as there he was saying a prominent player, star player might not be there. The other guys in the show were screaming A.J. Brown, which is just speculatory. But obviously that name, when, when, you, when, he, when that was said, I thought A.J. Brown, right? Because who's a star player that's here that wouldn't be here? I, I wasn't thinking. That's not the first name. Well, who, I if, when you think star player on the Eagles that is here and wouldn't be here, who would you think of? The first person that honestly came to mind to me is Fletcher Cox. I don't think he's a star anymore. I mean, he. I mean, to me, he is. But I, yeah. I, I respect your opinion. I get you. I get what you're saying because he's a lot older. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And and AJ Brown is the easy one to target because of what's been said about him over the last couple of months, and the fact that he is, for some, considered a cancer. So I get that. I don't think when you talk about the money that AJ Brown has or or is making here, he to me he's not easy to move. I understand that. It was a cap like, hit. Yeah, cap yeah. Hit. I understand that a lot of people would love to have a receiver of his caliber and all that other stuff. I'm thinking about this as a businessman. And to move on from him right now, that's bad business. Well, unless there's something irreparable between yeah, – well, We just use AJ's example, could, yeah. whoever it is. All right, let's hear the second part of this from Carton this morning. The biggest question facing the Eagles is what do you know about what happened yeah. last season and why can, won't you tell us? I can tell you that it is a problem that would splinter any group of men. Any group of men. It is a real significant problem. Yeah, I know it is. It cannot be fixed. I'm not going to say any more than that, but women. I know what the problem was. I know they're trying to fix it, the and I don't, fix it. I don't think it can be fixed. So it would be very interesting to see if a high-profile player Brown. is no longer with the Eagles going into this season. And by the way, maybe he will be, but I'll be interested to see if he is. All right, so I, my first thought is, without him saying it out, out loud, he could just be making it up, right? He yeah, could he, be. He's putting a little hot sauce on that, man. But like then, I, he putting a little hot so, sauce. But the other thought I have is, he does a national show. Not a national story right now. It's The, no. day, the NBA All-Star Game being terrible is a story. The, the draft in a couple months is a story. Quarterback movement is a story. Is this really an act? Like, why? If he's making it up, I'd say, why? Like, what is that really moving the needle on a national TV show yeah, in the morning? And, and, I, that's a little weird. And I don't know why he would say it if he wasn't going to tell. I think, I think he's putting a little bit of hot sauce on it because whatever the situation was, yes, it was fragmented. But it was, if it was as fragmented as he said it was, somebody would have got hands put on him by this point because of the way that, the way things went in the locker room. There would have been some. There'd have been some furniture moving, like Black Gritty like to say. I don't think that was the case. Now I did hear some things coming out of there, and I I, I did hear certain things about people were, were upset, but not to the point where it it got to the point where it's it's irreparable, or at least I don't think the people in the organization think that it's irreparable. So as as we, I look at the Eagles roster, I don't think they have that many stars. How many guys that are right now are stars today? So he, my, my thing as he said that is, we'll know. Right? If they move on from a star, it's a story. And I don't think the Reddick thing counts because that was already out there. Like, if they move on from Reddick, that's because of the contract situation. If they move on from an actual star, I think they may have seven or eight current actual stars that are not old, then maybe it does hint to all this. Uh, that was it, – it caught my eyebrow. I mean, yeah, it, my I, eyebrow was raised I, I listening to it. I can't see it being A.J. Brown. I really can't, and I understand I'm probably the only one in the city of Philadelphia that probably feels that way. I just don't see him being the one that they're talking about. 
I'm just well, I I don't know who it is, but I I I don't think they have many stars that it would shock. A, like, how many guys in this team would it shock you if they're not here? There's like seven or eight. He's one of them. Yeah, he definitely one of them. Right? If I if you'd ask me right now, Joe, who would you be surprised based on how good they are and where the team is right now are not here next year? Hertz, Brown, Devontae, Lane. I mean, like, how, how many guys are stars? Yeah, I, not I, that I hear many. you. I hear you when you when you make it when you make it sound like that. I hear you. I like I said, I think he put a little hot sauce on that story, just a little bit, just a little bit. I he, think well, he may little, be lucky. Little, little hot, little hot saucy. It caught our attention. Saucy. That is for sure. Hot sauce or not, mild or medium or whatever it was. That was some hot sauce. Are there Kyle's in West Philly? What's <laughs> up, Kyle? You there, Kyle? Yes, I'm here, bud. What's oh. up, man? Uh, what's up, Kyle? Work? What do you got? Listen, man. Hey, Hugh Douglas, I want to ask you a question. What's How up? can you take that position with with, with Hassan Reddick and not Ryan um, Harper? You know why? Because baseball players have guaranteed contracts, and as far as uh, Bryce Harper's concerned, he had he's been had the, the uh, Phillies by the short and curly since he's gotten here. Yeah, man. But I I, I watched Ryan Harper in, in, in most crucial situations in um in the World Series. And last year, strike out. We need somebody that's going to win some championships and some rings okay. over here for the yeah, and, and I and I agree with you, but they put him in this position. So so what is it about what I said that you not understand? Because no, no, I did. Ho, ho. So don't don't take that. Don't do that, bro. Don't do, don't. What am I doing? No, bro. no, bro. We are having a conversation, but I, I'm trying to ask you what is it about what I said that, that you're not getting? Because you said you keep telling me, look, Hassan Red. You say he outplayed his contract. He did outplay his contract. Hassan outplayed his contract. But li- listen, to, listen contract. okay, hey Kyle, listen to what I'm saying. I'm listening. L- L- Bryce, who's in a better position of power, Bryce Harper or Hassan Reddick? Bryce Harper, of course. Brother. And so That's why? Not- okay, so why is it so hard to understand why because I took the position eight, that I took? For, listen, it's arrogant for him to be asking for a contract after eight years, man. That's what I'm saying to you. It ain't nothing personal. Go win me something. Don't be striking out in the World Series and doing all this funny stuff. You think you're a GM, but you're a baseball player. Okay, and Go that, win something, and, bro. And that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it. But the question was asked to me, <laughs> does he deserve the contract? And I said, yes, he does, because they put him in this Position. Everything that you're saying about him, it's not right. You're right. But they gave him the keys to the city when they did all of that. And he's in a position to get all of, all of that he got done. I didn't say it was right or wrong, but it, that's the facts. It's the facts. All right, man. I, 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 I agree and disagree with you because I ain't got time to go back and forth. But hold up. Hugh, this situation when you were talking about um, Andy Reid getting pushed by um, Kelsey, and you said that was like talking about me bumping and having a conversation with Mama. You know that conversation, right? What'd you say now? The, 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 the Kelsey Reid thing. Yeah. yeah. Travis and yeah. Reid. You made a statement that that was like bumping into your mama. And I'm thinking to myself. (laughs) First of all, wait a minute, Kyle. I don't think that was Kyle. Kyle, I'm just saying. I I never said anything about a man bumping into a woman. I didn't didn't say that. I'm not saying. Come on. Don't take it personal. No, I'm not. Kyle, I'm not taking it personal. I I think you may have misunderstood what you said. Kyle, I'm not taking it personal. But when you say it like that, regardless if you meant it or not, that don't sound right, bro. I mean, for a man to put his hand on a woman, no. That's not what I said. I said. Basically, that that's probably the relationship that they had. Like a family relationship. Yes, a family relationship. And the comparison I, I made was like, say, if you had two parents arguing, not not putting hands on anybody. Yelling. Having a yelling competition. So, no, don't like, like, like that's the one case. We ain't playing that game. Like putting hands on no, no females and nothing like that. We don't know. That's not what I said. By the way, did you see the latest on the, the Kelsey audio? Because that audio never came out. No. See what happened? There is a, uh, a theory that 
the Chiefs, specifically Andy, went to NFL Films and put the kibosh on that and said, that's not getting out. Yeah, because it would have probably made him look bad. Yeah, and, and Travis. Look bad. And Travis. Yeah. It would have made the whole thing look bad. So that's if you, there's a reason why we haven't seen that audio yet, even though NFL Films has the cameras and the audio everywhere. No, they're protecting him. Yeah, they're and pro- he, knew, he knew he was wrong. He knew he was wrong. But like I said, in that situation, it's probably a relationship that, he had, that they have. And I had a chance to talk to Andy Reid. And he said, basically, he was, he was just excited. He was overly excited. And he wasn't mad about it. And, and that's what it was. But I did tell Andy, I was like, dog, that wasn't a good look. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, he got overly excited. Yeah, and look, they that's won. That's the relationship. They won. It's a bigger story if they lost. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. What's your reaction we just heard there from Craig Carton? Plus the Bryce Harper stuff. Should the Phillies give him an extension right now with eight years to go on his deal? We have some more interesting stuff as well from Rob Thompson. Hit his interview with Howard on Saturday. A few decisions he made in the postseason that he was asked about. You'll hear that next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino, America's number one sports. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel. This was at FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP Fandle, official sportsbook partner of the N. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We need more Herb in the returns. I agree with that. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Cal Quinn behind the glass. 215-592-9494. The one-year anniversary of the Midday Show, our show here on WIP. If you missed it, a little montage. We'll play it again for you coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. And, uh, of course, your phone calls on this Bryce Harper situation. Would you give him an extension? He wants one. He's been very vocal now multiple times, including when he got the spring training. I wouldn't. Hugh would give him the deal. 215-592-9494. All right, before we uh, get back to the phones here on the Bryce stuff and obviously what we just played for you from Craig Carton about the Eagles and the, the big thing he's heard but can't tell us exactly what it is about what broke this team apart, Rob Thompson was on with Howard this weekend, and you know one of the biggest things he said was they would have been a better team with Reese, but 
Howard also asked him, and I, I thought this was interesting to hear his reaction, if he had any regrets from last postseason, things he did right, things he did wrong. And here's how Topper reacted in terms of regrets. Let's ask the let's play the one about Game 3, Game 4, Craig Kimbrell. Any regrets going back to Kimbrell as the NLCS unfolded? How much do you think about what happened in that playoff series? One that the Phillies were obviously expected to win. Yeah, I, th- I thought about it a lot, actually, over the course of the winter. And, and you know, you go th- back through your decision-making and, and the processes and, and try to improve on that. And uh, I know the, the Kimbrel situation, um, using him in, what was it, Game 5 or Game 4, I guess, mm-hmm. Games 3 and 4, um, that's been a big issue. But if you look at, at Kimbrel's numbers in September he, I think he threw 12 innings and tw- had 12 appearances gave up two runs the first four outings in the playoffs didn't give up a run and then games three and four you know it got away from us but um but I'd, I'd that one I'd do again I really would because I you know you don't one game doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend um and I had a lot, I still had a lot of confidence in him and, and Craig did a really good job for us last year so That was one decision that um, I'd I'd probably do the same thing. All right, here's my issue with this one, uh, that he said he would do it again. I get using him in game three. There was a tie game, ninth inning, gave up a run, and they lost. They didn't hit that day. Mm -hmm. He went back to him the next day. Because he believed in him. I know, but he was missing it if he believed in him. And he mentioned he had some scoreless outings September, early October. Remember the game Rojas made the catch against the Braves off Acuna's bat in game four? Yeah. He almost blew that game, and Rojas saved him. I it was pretty obvious that Kimbrell was running out of gas, and he, well, you know, we've had the joke before about running out of gas in your car when you're driving. Yeah. He ran out of gas for Kimbrell driving. He, he didn't pull off the side of the road when the thing was on E. Game four against the Diamondbacks, he had nothing left. Yeah, and, and you know, that's one that I'm pretty sure that, you know, he probably thought a long and hard about, but you got to commend him, even though it went the way that it did for, for sticking with the guy like he did. Because that, there's the one thing that I can say about Topper. Because we even talked about that when it was Bryce Harper and, and him and his power outage and everything, how he stuck with certain guys. Trey Turner was another guy that he stuck with. Like, guys, at the end of the day, guys appreciate that. Appreciate even when, you know, you probably do it to the point where it puts you in a bad spot. But guys really appreciate you stick with them like that. Yeah, I, I think they appreciate it. He's certainly a player's manager. I think it is a blind spot, though, of him as a manager. Sometimes it can yeah. be. And that's the tough part about it, Joe, because we look at that and we look at that as fans. And, and we feel like, you know, that was the best move. But I, I feel like he, he thought in that situation that that was the best thing going. And unfortunately, that was not the case yeah. when it comes to Kimber. And I get game three. I, 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 that one, it was a tie game and he gave up a run. The, the ne- going back to him the next night – Felt like the turning point of the series. All right, here's the other one, and here's where he does admit that he second-guessed himself and maybe he should have done something different. Game 7, your guy, Johan Rojas. Is there anything that you would have changed? I and think everybody second-guesses themselves sure, for sure. The, the right. one that, that I struggle with the most probably is, is pinch-hitting for Rojas in Game 7, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. And, um, you know, now, uh, you know, going back on it, would I do it again? Yeah, that's maybe one that I might think a little bit harder about. So, all right, I have a question for you guys. What do you think he meant by that? Because you think a little harder about. Well, he said, you know, he said he would think again about the Rojas thing. So he didn't pinch hit for him in the fourth inning, and then he did pinch hit for him. I think in the sixth or seventh with with Pache. Mm-hmm. Kyle, do you think he was saying he wishes he didn't pinch hit for him? Because the way I originally took it was he should have in the fourth inning of the game seven. It was one one. Mm-hmm. 
They had Stott on third. They intentionally they walked the next two guys, I think intentionally, to get to Rojas. Fott was on the mound. And then Rojas came up bases loaded in the fourth inning. The first time I heard it, I thought he meant he should have pinch hit for Rojas there. 1-1 one, one game, fourth inning. That was kind of the game. He needed a hit there. Rojas struck out. Or did he mean later when he actually pinched her from, he shouldn't have done that. He should have left him in. I'd, I'm not sure what he I, means. I think he's referring to when he kept him in and okay, when he so, didn't pinch hit for him. So that the was way I, how I originally it. viewed it, yeah. he should have done it. I think like it was, that would make more sense than anything. Yeah, I mean, that was their big opportunity to break it open. Yeah. I agree. Like the, I think that's the moment. I mean, that's the one I look back at. So That, that might have been the game right there. I think, I'm, I think that's what Topper was referring to. So, well, that does give a glimpse into you know the, the Rojas thing for this year. I do wonder how long his leash is going to be. He, like Merrifield here, that does impact your guy Rojas a little because they have a little safety net now where if Rojas struggles, they could put Marsh back to center, put Merrifield in left, and they could they could kind of move off it if they yeah, need to. Yeah, I think, I think he's still the guy. But now it puts it does add a little bit of pressure knowing that you know you have somebody who has that, that pedigree is a little bit older, you know, probably won't be an everyday player. Mm-hmm. But you definitely, if you're having times where you're you're struggling a little bit, he can definitely spot spot you a little bit. Yeah, in the playoffs, they really didn't have any other options. Now, now they do at Merrifield here. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine for lots to react to their topper on second guessing, and of course the Bryce Harper situation here with the Phillies. Would you extend his contract? Ken in Cinnamonson is up on WIP. Hey, Ken. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? Hey, what's going Good, on? Good, Ken. What's up today? What are you feeling? Happy one-year anniversary in this time slot. It's been, Thank you. It's been really good. Well, we appreciate you listening, uh, Colin. What, what do you feel on this Harper thing? Well, first of all, I'm looking forward to a whole summer full of, uh, of Kyle Schwarber arguments with you, Joe. My, <laughs> my, uh, my first half season populated in my ballpark app uh, over the weekend, so I'm, I'm looking at my games, and I can't wait to get into those conversations. Oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know what? I haven't checked mine, but I'm excited to go look at some of the, some of the games. So what are, you, are you a guy that has like a couple games a week, Sunday plan? When, when do you go to games, Ken? I've got the I've got the seventeen game plan in the Hall of Fame club. So yeah, it's uh, love it. It's going to be awesome. No, I, I can't. I mean, I just can't wait to go to the park. I, I I miss baseball, especially this time of year more than anything. Just getting there, I can't wait for it. Ken, what are you thinking? We'll get to Schwarber stuff down the line. What are you thinking on Harper? Well, first of all, on Carton, if you know something and you can't say it, then just don't say it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. That, that, that's that's pointless. But um, listen, I'm. Hearing all this conversation, I'm wondering when somebody's going to start a, a GoFundMe page for John Middleton. <laughs> I mean, it, let, let's keep a couple things in perspective here. And the number one thing being, there's no way John Middleton is going to let Bryce Harper finish his career in somebody else's uniform anyway. That's just, that's just not going to happen. There's, there's one player in the history of the franchise that the owner went out and picked up in his private jet and brought back to Philadelphia, and that's Bryce Harper. Uh, forget the on-the-field play. Bryce Harper has put so much money in this into this franchise and and the value of the franchise by his mere presence with all the other ancillary ways that he generates revenue with all the fanatic stuff that mm. kids are going out and buying. You can't walk through the ballpark without seeing the kids with those fanatic things on their heads and whatnot. So, you know, if <laughs> he's going to pay him anyway because he's going to keep him here until he's done. By the time he gets to age forty-one. He's probably going to be in that 3,000 hit, 600 home run ballpark, which will be, uh, you know, the top of the the top of the pantheon in a Philadelphia Phillies uniform. And you know, he's he's going to do it anyway. So you might as well just give the guy the money because 11 years from now, I know Howard's talking about the ends of these contracts. If you if you tack three more years onto the contract, so he's now got an 11 years. 
here with the Phillies after the three-year extension. By the time you get to that 11 years, the Phillies as a franchise are going to be worth, what, $7 billion, $8 billion? You know, and, and we're talking about when is enough enough for Bryce Harper? Seriously? Like, so, dude, Ken, my, my, it, my yeah. issue isn't Middleton's money, and you make a lot of great points. He's fine, right? Even if they're overpaying Bryce 10 years from now, it's not going to kill the bottom line. But unlike football, right, where you could cut a player, he's here. I mean, they'd, to me, watching him at the end, if he can't play anymore, would be like Cabrera recently or Pujols at the end. It could be ugly. And then we got, you know, he'll play and he'll take up at bats. So that, that, that's not fun. See, I, I see what you're thinking. You're, you're looking at it more so of what the future holds. Of course, yeah. Diminishing returns. But what if you have some decent players around him that you've, you know, groomed through the farm system to kind of, you know, carry carry him a little sure, bit? Sure, I mean, I could help. It's just, I, I, can I can I wait like three years on this to see how he ages into his 30s? Eight years to go. I, I've never seen anything like this. No hotter than he is well, right now. You know, if, 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 you, if he wants to wait three years, then you can wait. But if, if he's saying, hey, look, you, you know, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't help but think about when he hit the home run in the bottom of the eighth inning that put him into the it put him into the World Series against San Diego, and the ball leaves the park, and you're listening to the call with Fransky and Larry Anderson, and the ball leaves leaves the yard, and Larry Anderson says, "Worth every penny," and and that is that is the understatement of the year. He has he has in so many ways outperformed the value of that contract, and if it's and if it's just about retiring as a Philly and feeling better about where he is in the average annual value conversation in Major League Baseball, if you wait three years, what's the average annual value going to be then that you're going to have to make them feel better about? Well, it'll be more. So, I mean, it will. I mean, right. So, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, after this season, you know, Soto is probably going to get 45 or 50 per year. Ken, it's, it's a fair point. At the, if they wait, it could be more per year. But you also would have more information on how he's aging. I mean, eight years is a long time. You see, you don't know how he ages. And I don't, like, for me, I don't think, like, I think we're thinking about this as it's going to happen, like, next week or something like that. I, I don't think that's the case. Now, it's a good chance that it's going to happen this year. If I had to guess, I think they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah I'm it's going gonna, gonna to happen this year. But what's going to happen first, we're paying Wheeler. Like, that, that, is, that is already in the works. That's going to happen. And, you know, we're, we're talking about maybe with Bryce Harper, maybe a $5 million raise. Or something like that. I don't think it's going to be anything, anything crazy. I mean, even though you know any money he gets is going to be considered crazy. But I think what he means for this organization, that's why they're considering it. You know, you talk about ticket sales, you talk about revenue sales, and all the other good stuff. I mean, man, that, that's he's brought a lot of that here, and he's probably trying to get some of that on the back end. I, I, I think that this is going to happen, and once it does, then that's the end of this conversation. I just don't see the incentive for the Phillies other than he wants it. He's he can't go anywhere for eight years. Eight years. He's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, he's it's definitely contract. unprecedented. But but totally. when you talk about what he's been, what he's done, and what he's what he's outplayed, that's why this is even they're even talking about it because they feel the same way. I also have a it's not a concern, just a question of how his body will handle his thirties. He swings very violently, and he's been in the major leagues playing full season since he was nineteen years old. I just Sometimes I wonder, like, for a pitcher, how many pitches are in that arm before the arm just isn't the same out. anymore? Yeah. And for him, how many swings does he have in his body? Can he really play at a high level for 10 or 12 more years? I hope so. It'd be so much fun to watch here, especially as he you know, reaches milestones like Ken just said. But I don't know. Who was the pitcher that pitched for the Giants that had the wild, the wild swing? Like, cause 
Lizard Lincecum. Lince, Tim Lincecum, yeah. Yeah, like he was one of those guys that he he was he wasn't in a very very long time because of the way that he played the game. Yeah, he was. But out he was a little fast. guy too. He was and, tiny. And he was he was a little guy. Bryce is a little bit more durable. He's a big dude. Like you know what's funny? I tend to forget how big he's. Like what six four six five? I think Bryce six two maybe. You, he he's six two. Six two six three. I'm like six one, Joseph. But he's he he's a lot taller than me. You sure? I don't think Bryce is six five. Maybe I'm wrong. He's six three. Six three. He's that, okay. That's, that's still pretty tall. But yeah, I'm like yeah. So he he's he's pretty durable. I look at him as a pretty durable guy. See, I don't. I think he has been in the in his youth. I just he hasn't played a lot the last five years, the last four years. It's just it's a matter of his back and this. Look, he might stay fully healthy. I just want more information on his future. By the way, Lincecum, he was done at thirty two years old. Yeah, man. Yeah. But he had. Oh, he was like, great. He, it was like he threw it from his mm-hmm. the back of his heel. Man, yeah, that was. But he was he was electric when he did. The freak was his uh, nickname. He he was a, a dynamite pitcher for a little while there. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's grab uh, Mitchell and Souchers. He has some thoughts on the carton stuff. What's up, Mitchell? Hey, I got a question. I was listening to you as I was driving, and and Carson said uh, a prominent name. Yeah. What do you think of his? What do you think of the first round draft pick coming on already getting on the wrong side of, of the quarterback? Like from last year, Jalen Carter? Yeah. Like he got on the wrong side of him. He said a prominent name might not be here. And now the team has to go, wow, we just got our first round draft pick arguing with our quarterback or getting in a problem. And that's what they're saying. Yeah. He did say star player. And I guess Jalen right. Carter probably it, counts as that mm-hmm. after his rookie year. And uh, that name didn't come to my mind. It it well, it's a draft pick. Yeah, no. So, yeah, he's got it. Oh, it he's all depends a, he, on who you, feel, who you feel is a star, too, I guess. I didn't count him, but I, the way you said it, Mitchell, yeah, he's a young star in the NFL. I think that's fair. Now, do I think it's him, Mitchell? Good, good phone call. Um, I, I don't know. I, I have no knowledge on this. I'm going off of just – we're all trying to figure this out. No, I don't know. Again. It could be anybody. Again, I've heard things – I've heard a lot of things. And, and, you know, you tend to talk about things when you feel like they're lining up. But there was just too much to even even consider mentioning, or even worth mentioning. But you know, I've, I've heard stories. But for what, for for Cardin to come out and say what he's saying and the way he's saying it, I think he's, I definitely think he's putting a little hot sauce on. So he, here's my thing: we, I think we've all wondered what, why an Eagles team that was so tight knit a year ago isn't now, right? It wasn't, and yeah. looked look like they didn't love each other at the end of the season. If it was just football stuff, well, we could, that's not hard to fix. You get a new coordinator, you get some new players, you win games, everyone's happy again. Was it more than that? I mean, like, I've made the comp that when Russell Wilson got paid in, in Seattle, things went weird, right? They just It just felt off yes. after that. <laughs> Jealousy or whatever, or his personality, and maybe that we got that situation here with Jalen. But the Carton stuff, he made it seem worse than that. Yeah, he made it seem like somebody was messing with somebody's wife yeah. or saying something about somebody, or, or somebody's mama, or who knows? Maybe it's one of them uh, Delonte West situations. Oh, who boy. Knows? I'm not ready. I'm not prepared you know what I mean? for one I'm of those. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I don't. I don't. I don't know if it was that because to me, anything that egregious, that's not. You ain't gonna be able to hold that back like that. That's leaked in the locker room. So, but like, I immediately. Maybe you are able to hold it back because whoever gets the information doesn't want to ruin the family. You know what? I don't know because, like people I've talked to, Joe, like they've they've acknowledged that something was amiss. But it wasn't nothing that they felt they couldn't overcome. Mm. So that's not as bad you, as you it see was what I'm saying. Because like we had we had Britton Kobe a few weeks ago, people were mad at him because they felt like he was talking out of turn because 
he ain't have enough credit hours on the field to be talking like he was talking. That's punt returner. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't I don't feel it was that egregious. Now he's a guy that we we heard early in the year when when he was misquoted or whatever, misremembered, mm. and he said, "Don't keep my name out your mouth." Basically, and if you're gonna tell the story, tell it right. Then he went to the Super Bowl and told and then his he story. Started, he started telling, which I did not understand, but you know, I guess the platform was bigger and he felt you know more comfortable. But yeah, I don't I don't know if it was that. Now it was something. But I think it was more so people it was more so to the to the effect where people knew something was wrong, but they just kind of buried their head in the sand and was just trying to keep going to work hoping that hoping everything would be better. So I have no idea what Craig Carton is referencing. I don't know what happened. He, here's what I do know. And I'll use the example of the Russell Wilson Seattle thing. They tried to keep that team together even though there was a rift. Something was wrong, right? The defensive players didn't like Russell and the way he was treated. And they never reached the Super Bowl again. They got to back-to-back, and then it all went you know, sour. He got brand new. He got brand new. So my take on this with the Eagles is if the Eagles feel there's a locker room problem, they got to start changing the variables. I, 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 I would not run the whole if, thing back if, and hope. If they would have did it the way that I said to do it early on, we wouldn't have had any of these problems. You should have just went in there, had a tay-to-tay, slapped some folks across their lips. And we would not be having these problems. We probably could have been in the Super Bowl. Well, I don't know about that with this defense. No, I'm, I mean, you know, we could have been in the second round of the playoffs. That I think that's a fair thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you just – like sometimes you got to have those hard conversations, man. You really do. And sometimes if you're a GM like Howie, you got to move off of people if it means better harm in the locker room. Tom is in Abington. Hey, Tom. Yo, fellas. Happy anniversary, What's up, Tom? Oh, thank you, Tom. What's, What's up, hey, buddy? I got a uh, suggestion for a poll question. Okay. Uh, what happens first, Bryce Harper's extension or Mr. Hugh Douglas finds a crib? I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, Bryce, Bryce's paydays were coming way I'm, before I, Listen, you. I'm working on it. I just I I got know. comfortable. I got comfortable. You know what I want to know from you, Hugh? Right. I want to know what you know because it sounds like you know something. Well, you know what? Like, Tom, I, I don't like – if I didn't see it, I can't talk about it because I'm, I'm not a journalist. Yep. And and you know every like I, I've been in these situations like when me and To had our little thing in the locker room mm-hmm. when, when, before I got back to the radio station, I heard like six different uh, stories about something that I was a privy to. So I tend not to try to talk about stuff that I wasn't there for because yeah. people 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 don't always tell you everything. So that's why I, I never said it. And, and I'm not asking you to say anything. I just want to know. That's all. No, I mean, it's just it's been, like to be honest, Tom, it's been all over the place. And I, I, I don't you. know I don't know what's real and what's fake, uh-huh. so I I can't really speak on it. All right. So Joe, when it comes to Mr. Harper there, um I, I as you know, I have a pipeline for Philly's ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh somehow there even say I'm responsible for Topper getting his job. Um, I mean, Tom, you and Bryce, in different ways, changed the trajectory of this franchise. Bryce by signing. And, Tom, the Bryce Harper era was not not going the right way until you helped get the manager changed. I mean, that's the truth. to that vein, would you like me to talk to John? Yes, and tell him to just hold off on his Harper extension. You see, you don't want me to because I'm not going to tell him that. Mm. I'm going to tell him, you pay that man. You keep that man happy. Because the Phillies are the only thing in this town that I have to look forward to as far as I see any type of success coming down the near future. So you got to keep this guy happy. They're going to do it anyway. So just do it. Rip it off like the Band-Aid that it is. And for everybody out there, Kyle Schwarber's going to be the leadoff man, and Bryce Harper will get more money. It's just the way it is. Yeah, you're probably right on this. And I'm glad that Schwarber will be the leadoff man. Tom, we appreciate it. I, I don't I – don't, Disagree with you guys that think they're probably just going to pay Bryce. We, we they have, are. 
The quote earlier from Middleton, he's worried about Bryce being worried about it. That tells me he's probably going to pay the guy. Are you unhappy? Yeah, I'm unhappy. My this this paycheck is just yeah. I need a couple more years. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little light. It's yeah, a little light. I'm going to play till I'm 41. No that's, worries. That's no worries. Like like that's the difference between football players and baseball players or basketball players for that matter, because they come in holding all the cards. When you heard them talk about Bryce Harper with such reverence, where he was making GM decisions. He was bringing people in. Like, you'd be silly to think that they weren't going to pay him. This has been being set up. This was going on. This was in the works from last year, Oh, folks. I agree with you. And a couple, This was in the works from last year. A couple years ago, after the, during the playoffs, Hugh, uh, Middleton said and was quoted saying he's underpaid. If I'm Boris, when I saw that quote, I, I would have— You would have got on the phone immediately. I would have sent a message to Bryce. We got him. And, like, and, we got him again. And and just to help people out, the biggest difference with football players, our contract contracts aren't guaranteed. The money that you get is the money that you negotiate up front of the guaranteed— You get guaranteed money now, but your contract is not fully guaranteed. And right now with Hassan Reddy, just to give you an example, being 30 years old, he's not operating from a position of power. No, not He's not. So he's going to have to, if he wants his money, it's more than likely he's going to probably have to go somewhere else. Yep. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on the idea of an extension? Eight years left of the deal. Would you give Harper an extension? He wants one. Your reaction to the Craig Carton audio. And we promised you audio from our buddy Chris Sims that will aggravate everybody again. He's got Jalen takes. You'll hear it next. He's an idiot. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94, WIP. ESPN Bet is not live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21+. plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 